Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn Misechtas Megillah, Paragimel, Mishnah Beis, and Mishnah Gimel. And we began the discussion regarding the usage of monies after one sells sanctified items. And as you recall from yesterday, we discussed if you sell an item, you can only buy things of the same level of sanctity or more sanctity. What about the actual physical structure of a shul? Now, we're not discussing the money you make from it. The money you make from it, we saw you can only buy another shul or uh, ark or the mantle for Sefer Torah or the Sefer Torah itself. What about the actual physical structure? It says our Mishnah, in Mochen Basic Knesset, El Altnai Shemirtziachzi, Redivor of Meir. Rev Meir is of the opinion you can only sell a basic nest to show with the condition that if you want, you can renege on the sale. Now, what's the idea behind this? The idea is that we don't want to make it look like you know, there's no san- not like, not there's no sanctity, but it's degrading to a show that you just easily sell it off as if it's another one of your real estate holdings. So we sell it in a way where we say, look, if I want it back, I, I can take it back. Thus, we say, I, I kind of do want it. I'm just being forced to sell it. You sell it um, permanently. There's no conditions of having to buy it back. However, there's four things you're not allowed to sell it for, meaning to say that even though once you sell it, it in a way it loses most of its sanctity, it's still you can't use it for degrading things. Lemerchat, a bathhouse, leborsiki, a tannery, which is a lot of terrible fumes, letzvila, mikvah, lebeisamayim, or a bathroom. Because these things are very degrading, you're not allowed to sell a basic anesses, even though it's no longer going to have its sanctity. The money will retain the sanctity, but the physical structure will no longer have the sanctity, but you can't use it for degrading things. Yehuda Omer, he disagrees. He goes, no, actually, I have a way of getting out. You can sell it to be used as a courtyard. But once the buyer buys it, he can do whatever he wishes with it. So long as the seller says, I'm, I want to sell this for a courtyard, the buyer then can change and even use it for one of these four things, the tannery, the mikvah, the bathroom, or the bathhouse. I mean, let's learn some more from Rabbi Yehuda. It comes along in Mishnah Gimel. Yehuda. A synagogue that falls into ruins, a basic Knesset that's now in, in ruins, it's, it still retains its sanctity, and he'll have a scriptural source to prove that. And therefore, you can't, A, you can't give a eulogies. Normally, we say a basic Knesset, one's not, we don't give a eulogies in a basic Knesset unless it's a very important person. So you're not allowed to give in a, in a basic Knesset that falls apart, you're, not allowed, you're still not allowed to give a eulogies in it for ordinary people. You can't twist ropes or spread nets in it. These are uh, two activities that require a lot of open space, so, you know, the center of town, you have basic Knesset, why not do it there? Nope. You can't spread fruit on top of its roof to dry. And you can't use it as a shortcut. Now, if you can't do it in a rune basic Knesses, certainly you can't do it in a functioning basic Knesses. How do I know this, he says? The Pesach in Vayikra tells us, I'll make your sanctuaries desolate. Even though they're desolate, we still call them sanctuaries, thus we see they retain their Kedusha. Lastly, If grass begins to grow in the ruined synagogue, you have mold and moss growing around it, we actually don't uproot it. Why not? Because we want to arouse anguish if people will see just uh, how, how much is overrun, it will cause them distress, they want to be motivated to go and rebuild it. I wish you all a wonderful day.